no my hearty Mikey Tene Hotaka. Welcome to the panel RNZ National. Wallace Chapman with you today. A tenancy rights group is protesting outside a property group office in Wellington. Their demands include pets allowed in all flats and flat inspections abolished. That just after four. The number of schools receiving bomb threats has continued to grow today into the afternoon. We talk about the pressure this is placing on teachers, parents and children. There are long court delays putting victims at risk as justice is stalled. That on Thursday's panel. And potholes. Talking potholes today. Have you noticed there are more potholes on the roads you travel? Get in touch if there is an especially bad stretch. And the Tauranga City Council is giving away water-efficient showerheads, 57 bucks a pop, free to a good home, more than just a dribble. And in any case, do you need to shower every day anyway? There is a movement to have a shower every other day. If you are one of these sort of people, I'd love to hear from you. Get in touch, 2101 by text. You can email the panel at rnz.co.nz. With me this afternoon, Ali Jones, Innes Community Board Member, Senior Consultant with Red PR. Ali, welcome to the panel. Kia ora, Wallace. Also today, Scott Campbell, former political editor for TV3, director of Campbell Squared Communications. Scott, kia ora, lovely to have you on. All right, Scott and Ellie are in place to this first top dollar. Has been paid for Mask the Dog at the 65th annual Gore Dog sale recently. The Mask the Dog is four and a half, and bidding went to get this $9,300. She was among the 55 heading dogs, pups, and hunterway dogs at auction and went to a West Otago sheep and beef farmer, Blair Robertson. With me to discuss is Ross McKeem, head auctioneer at PGD Rights. And Ross, welcome to the panel. Afternoon. How are you getting on? Oh, well, I'm very well, but gosh, Ross, you don't get much change out of 10 grand for this dog. That's an incredible price. Uh, yes and no. Um, 10, 10 2 was the record we had a couple of years ago. Um, they'd got 10,000 at um, the Mayfield one couple of weeks prior and we got 10-2 two weeks later. Goodness. Um, they topped us last year. I think one went up to about 11. But if you work it out, it's a, it's a labour unit and um, a good dog um, does what it's told, happy to do what it's told and um, doesn't need to have any uh, holidays or um, sick days off or anything. It's um, Poor them. Yeah, that's yeah. They but they love it. A good dog, she'll bound out of the kennel every morning for you, and um, more than happy to do what you're asking. Yeah. So, so ten k or coming up to ten k, around ten k, worth the money. Yeah, yeah. Good, good dogs are worth good money. Yeah, and um, the joker that bought it, um, he was actually underbidder on on the ten thousand two hundred dollar one two years ago, <laughs> and um, he'd been basically kicking himself ever since. So. Um, <laughs> He wasn't going to be second um, last Wednesday, no. He well, my, my little banjo, Yorkshire Terrier, Ross, nowhere near $10,000, but I love him to bits, little wee dog. Can't wait to go and give him a treat this afternoon. Ali, what do you make of this? $10,000 well spent? 
Well, the question I've got actually is, um, I love the li- love the line in the story. Uh, the, the new owner said, "One thing we like is a good natural dog that thinks for themselves." <laughs> I just think that's gorgeous. But my question is, uh, Ross, do they um, are, are bitches generally better than dogs, or vice versa? Do you see a male female thing with this, or or I just thought, you know, that women are such good organisers and and you know making sure people do what they're supposed to do. Does this follow through to the dogs as well? Not really. It just um. comes down to the bloodlines and um, the bitch. Uh, if it could be bred off, if uh, Blair so desired, and uh, could get a litter of of good good pups out of it, um, more than likely won't. But just it comes down to to the bloodlines and how they were handled when they were young. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some really good dogs at the sale the other day that did everything that. Um, that the owner wanted and put on a good show and they were sort of two and a half and three year old dogs, something a wee bit older and um, just did it naturally. There was younger dogs and they just don't, yeah, they're a bit inexperienced and uh, might come diving in and have a chunk of a back leg every now and then. So, okay. Yeah. I mean, the, the, my my own experience with these was dogs, Ross, was um, growing up with uh, you know that wonderful show, uh, the dog show, you know, you know that one, uh, and you know the the extraordinary natural ability of some of these dogs, Ross. That's dead right, and those jokers, and and all kudos to them. They they are very good with their dogs, and to get three stroppy sheep to do exactly what they want to do and not put a foot out of place. They're, those jokers, they get their dogs in the right spot at the right time just so those sheep know that that dog's the boss. And, um, yeah, that, and that's what that's what the, the buyers are looking for, something that will, will do it there. And quite often they can put the dog out in the paddock and they'll right. just go round the sheep up and the wow. job's done. So, wow, yeah. yeah. Scott? Yeah, that brought back some nostalgia, actually, Wallace, when you talked about that show. You just immediately flashed up the dogs running up the hill. And you see, up the hill. To the pen. That's right. Yeah, well, that was, that's I, the I, underway section. Ah. Uh, oh, there is the the long pool and yard. So, yes, it's, um, it, yeah, it could be, yeah. Right, Scott. I hadn't I hadn't thought about the uh, the labour which you talked about the labour cost so that makes absolute sense when uh, when I first saw the story I looked outside at my Rottweiler and uh, and sort of thought we we paid quite a bit for him and he's not the smartest around we love him to bits but um, uh, how long do these dogs work for just no, noting that you said they uh, the twenty four seven like how long do they live for and work uh, I actually sold a dog at the sale um, the other day and he was nine year old. Um, back in his day, he would probably cost a joke of five or six. Um, this fellow was nine. To me, he was a young nine. Um, he had the presence in the pen, and he put on a really good show. And um, the farmer had sold his farm 18 months ago, and he had no no more use, no work for him. But he really wanted him to go to a good home. And so at nine-year-old... Um, the joker that's bought him, he'll get a year, maybe another two years out of him, and then he'll start feeling his age. Um, dogs, dogs are one for seven on a human, so when he gets to eleven, he's going to be seventy-seven. So, um, yeah, it's. Ross, can I just ask? Do, you not t- quite on the checkbook. Mm. You talk about the dogs as if they're, you know, that you mentioned units and they are work, working dogs. 
do the do the owners form an emotional bond with the dog, or is it very much kept at at you know the working dog owner level? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, no, very much so. You know, like Roger, as he said, you know this this dog's sort of part of the family. Of course, and, but he's 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 quite happy for it. To, he knows where it's gone to, and that's um, it, it, it'll have to work. Um, but it's going to a good home, and um, yeah, so. And then there was an article on George Proughton, and he'd been selling dogs at Gore for 52 years. So he thought that he'd probably sold about 400 dogs in his life, but he was always told, never, never fall in love with your dog because you might have to sell it one day. So, mm. and he did. He sold his first dog for for 10 quid or something. I think was was the quote, and um, and he sold dogs ever since. So, Couldn't do it, Ross. I'd, I'd, I'd form an emotional attachment with all of them. I'd have to keep all 400. I'd have a little wee um, dog farm. Hey, Ross, thanks for your time. I really appreciate uh, the story. Gosh, $10,000 for a dog. There you go. Um, well, wouldn't you know it? Wouldn't you know it? What has got you interested? Not having a shower. We're going to be talking about this because uh, your neck of the woods are there, Scott. Uh, you're going to be able to get uh, an efficient shower head. Uh, oh, my. Thanks to an issue on a new property, says someone. No regular shower. Nope. All good. Better, healthier skin. No smell. It's not necessary to have one shower every day. A light body wash is fine. Another one here. You can get away without showers for a few days. It does help if you have a B-day or use a hot, fl- or use a hot flannel. Nothing... Mm. Ooh, about a good B-Day, as long as it's done correctly, Ellie. And on that, um, Ellie Jones, IBT, mm. take it away. Um, right, I've been thinking, gosh, I thought you were talking about irritable bowel for a second. I thought there was a new short phrase for it. Um, uh-huh. I've been thinking, uh, we are moving out of our house after a number of years with it being a failed EQC repair. Lovely old place, thought it was our forever home. It will be forever gone about Monday uh, when it's demolished. So we've been packing up and selling things and putting them on Facebook Marketplace. And I, I started to think about all the stuff that we have. You know, everyone's got stuff, and it's great to get rid of stuff because... Yeah. Uh, we all have too much of it. And I posted on Facebook that I was um, selling things. And a friend of mine in London told me about a guy who, um, Michael Landy is his name. He was a, he's a, um, uh, an artist. He was part of that young British artist, I think they were called YBA some years ago. And what he did was he took every item that he owned and over pe- a period of time, and it was many months, he basically shredded everything. He filed it so all the yellow glass went in one. It was an art uh, installation and, and performance thing that he was doing. But it was about, I think it was about 20 years ago that he did it. And he put yes. them into all the bits into little containers and put it on a conveyor belt. And it went round the conveyor belt. And the last thing that he shredded or got rid of was an old sheepskin of his late father's. Um, and he just felt, you know, that was the last thing. But he shredded his birth certificate. He shredded his passport. Absolutely everything to make a point. Um, but, and I mean, that was just an aside. This friend of mine posted on Facebook and it led me down a rabbit hole, which was Amazing. very interesting. Yeah, but, you know, he, he, was a lot of stuff. Of, he was on a lot like the Damien Hurst, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, exactly, that, that exactly. Type of thing, that, but the before movement. the Tate Modern, Wallace, yes. way before the Tate Modern. So think about all the stuff you've got and, and just think about whether you really need it. That's That would be my advice after going through what we've gone through. Monday, big day for you. Your forever home mm. demolished emotional? 
Yeah, it is. I didn't mm. think it would be. I thought I might be happy to see the back of it, my husband as well. Not the back of my husband, the back of it. He was huh. um, keen to see the house go. But, um, you know, it hasn't got the kids in it anymore. We, we haven't had the kids in it for a couple of years. So, And it was pretty awful when we were there, and it's leaking. And it's No, I, look, I'm emotional about it going, but I'm also excited about the future. Very good. All right. Scott Campbell, I've been thinking. Um, well, just I was going to talk about painting fences, but mm. I want to get into your shower story, so I'm going to hold that thought for a little while. Okay. But, uh, it's 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 amazing how how nostalgic when you do get with homes, right, and your and your family homes. And yes. um, I'm lucky enough that we live quite close to uh, Tapuke, which is uh, Hawaii, obviously lately. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's and it's um, our old family home is there, and I drive past it constantly with my kids and just and mention to them that's where Papa grew up, and it actually went on sale about two years ago. And there was a, a thought that went through my mind, I might buy it. Uh, and and, and oh, at wow. that point, I sort of thought, I sort of sat back and thought, well, it's it still looks fairly similar to what it did back in the 80s. And it's probably not a great idea to buy it. But it, it like, I think that, that that real connection and feeling to where I grew up and uh, just really drew me back in. Um, I would love I to think, know, Scott. I would love, sorry, you keep going. I interrupted you. No, no, you go. I would love to know from my listeners, um, because this is a big deal, going back to a house that you grew up in, when you look at it, do you have sadness because it might have had a, it has a new balcony, doesn't look the same way, or do you go, you, do you look at it in wonder and go, wow, that's Do you know, I, I, yeah. I had the same sort of feeling, and often as I, I went back and thought, man, I wonder if the carpet's the same or whether or not that yes. archway in the kitchen was the same. And and I, you know, thankfully just down the road was the school that I grew where I grew up, and uh, and and I take the kids down there. And I share stories about our cat Ginger who once uh, followed me to school, and it was just that huh. that connection to home. Quite amazing. Wonderful. Uh, but sadly, uh, Ali, you won't have that. You won't be able to go back to your forever home and see, look, that's where we grew up. But you're going to have a wonderful new... On the same sh- site, which will o- be on really good. On the same good. site. So, yeah, 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 yeah. So I will miss my fruit trees and, and other things, but we are going back to the same site and we love our neighbours. So I'm looking forward to that. Nice. Very good. Uh, I live alone. I don't sweat a warm flannel wash daily. One or two showers a week is all good. Gosh, they're all coming through. None of you wash every day. It's quite extraordinary. The panel listeners, you wonderful lot, uh, stay with us. We have Scott Campbell, Ali Jones, and there's a lot to discuss this afternoon. RNZ National, right here.